It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Yes, our heart is really into it today because uh, online with us is Dr. Vincent Figueredo, a cardiologist at St. Mary Medical Center. And we're talking blood pressure today, aren't we, Doc? Huh? Yes, sir. Good morning, Jim. It's good to have you back. Uh, I was on the phone here this time around, but you're a busy guy. And when you talk uh, cardiology, boy, that's where the game is won and lost, really, with that blood pressure, isn't it, Doc? Uh, blood pressure is huge. It's yeah. a major factor for heart attacks and heart failure. Right. How long have you been with St. Mary? Uh, I've been here well over a year. I'm yeah. practicing with the uh, St. Mary Comprehensive Cardiology Group, uh, an amazing group of cardiologists, the best I've ever worked with. In, in, in what way? With R&D and all the things that are going on in the teamwork? Yeah, they're, all, they're just cutting edge, um, and uh, it's amazing. They are... Uh, they're sharp uh, when it comes to uh, cardiology diagnosis and treatment, and they all are really wonderful, warm people. I've, I've really enjoyed this group. Right, and uh, with the blood pressure and everything else going on out there, that is so so key. And, I, and that's like the first thing you go to the doctors, and that's the first thing the uh, nurse or the practitioner do will take that blood pressure and see exactly where you are or where you're not. So that's a- yeah, well, they should. So I, I'm a preventive cardiologist. I'm one of those who actually try and prevent you from having a heart attack so right. we ha- don't have to do all that other stuff. And I specialize in treating high blood pressure and high cholesterol, and my mission is to make people aware of the importance of, uh, of high blood pressure and the effects it can have on the heart and other systems in the body and how important it is to treat. Yeah, it's uh, also known as its evil twin hypertension, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, hypertension is the, the medical term we use. That's essentially just high blood pressure. And hypertension is when the, the blood pressure, which is the force of your blood pushing against the walls of your blood vessels, is consistently too high. So mm-hmm. the, the heart beats, it creates a pressure that pushes blood through the network of tube-shaped blood vessels. That top number, that systolic blood pressure number, that's the pressure when your heart is actually pushing the blood into the arteries. That bottom number, the diastolic pressure, that's the pressure in the arteries when the heart's at rest between the beats. And both of those numbers do matter. That's right. So if I'm, uh, I was at the uh, doctor's this week and 120 over 78, does that sound like a winner? You're a teenager. (laughs) I wish I was. But uh, I've had some, I've been an AFib for over well over twenty five years and uh, take certain most medi- common cause high blood pressure. Yep, and it's I've never had that. It's just a, uh, I had a cardiomyopathy and that was twenty five years ago, and I've been uh, going strong ever since. Uh, there's certain medications that can try to control things, but there's all the other things. I'm sure you probably have more than a few on your docket about you know weight control. If the if the heart is not working as hard, you, you're putting the percentages in your favor. And also limitations on salt. Is that correct? Would that be correct, Doctor? 
That is. Uh, yeah. I'm knocking on wood that uh, after your cardiomyopathy, you continue to do well. It mm-hmm. sounds like you are. Um, yep. Your blood pressure is a great blood pressure. So normal blood pressure range is what your blood pressure was when you were a teenager, which mm-hmm. is 100 to 120 over 60 to 80. That's not bad. Uh, yeah, 120 to 130, we consider a little elevated. Uh, we consider stage 1 hypertension or high blood pressure when you get to the 130 to 140 over 80 to 90 range. And then above that, stage two hypertension, and you really have to jump on that fast. You're right. Um, there are many factors that can cause high blood pressure. Unfortunately, age and genetics, we can't do anything about, but they are a big factor. As we get older, um, we tend to increase um, our sensitivity to things like salt and weight that can increase our blood pressure. Genetics, if your parents had early high blood pressure, there's a good chance you may too. Right. Um, The things we can affect, as you said, um, weight, uh, even losing five pounds can make a huge difference on your blood pressure. Get the salt shaker off the table. Um, If you smoke, just stop. If you drink three or more drinks a day, it can make your blood pressure high and very hard to treat. Get that down to nothing or one drink per day and no more. And uh, these are ways you can try and avoid uh, uh, getting high blood pressure and requiring medical therapy. I'll drink to that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, some of the other things, too, is is, uh, Dr. Figueredo, is there uh, a stress factor in there, too? Managing stress, can that... uh, Excellent question. Excellent question. Yeah, we've come to learn that stress is a big factor uh, in uh, not only high blood pressure, but uh, heart disease in general. And uh, as a result, reducing stress in your life can have great benefits on the blood pressure. And yes, meditation and yoga do work. And exercise is probably right. Exercise is as good as uh, meditation in my book. Um, (laughs) Exercise is going to uh, not only help you uh, to lose that little bit of weight, um, but it's exercising that heart. That heart is a muscle. Um, it also has beneficial effects on your cholesterol. It makes the good cholesterol go up and the bad cholesterol go down, reduces your chances of requiring medical therapy for diabetes. So, yes, yeah. exercise is a winner up and down the street. Yeah, and, and where do you come in, uh, doctor, when uh, uh, patients, so maybe it's a primary, it's a referral or something that you have a, as a specialty, is that where you come in as sort of yes. uh, uh, the consultation and sort of manage the program from, from there that uh, need to be done? Right. So, um, yes, say a primary or a patient themselves has recognized that they have high blood pressure. It is a major risk factor for heart disease. I want to prevent you from having one, so uh, we jump right on that blood pressure. Um, If the blood pressure that you've been getting either at home or at the pharmacy or with the nurse at the office is running uh, in that uh, 120 to 130 range. If it's just a little high, 130 to 140, then uh, what I usually recommend with my patients is lifestyle modifications first. So exercise, salt out of the diet. If you smoke, stop. If you're drinking alcohol, either cut it out altogether or just limit yourself to no more than one drink per day. Lose a couple pounds, either uh, meditate do yoga. Uh, actually, believe it or not, potassium level uh, being up does help reduce blood pressure. So bananas, avocados, oranges in your diet. There you go. That's the way it works. And uh, yeah, uh, there's so many different different factors. Before we go to break, a lot of times, I'm sure, at least for, for my, if I've had some other procedure, uh, I had, I've had hip replacement surgery and other things going on, and I had to actually have the cardiologist sign off on the medication's 
prior to getting right. some other work done as far as, you know, uh, I, I had blood thinners and Eliquis and all the other things. So cardiologists had more or less had to give me a go-ahead to the other doctors or surgeons uh, before they went to work. And that's probably standard operating procedure for you, right, doctor? Very standard. Yep. We like to, uh, any any patients that we follow, anyone with any heart issues, anyone with difficult-to-treat blood pressure, um, we like to see them beforehand and uh, comment on uh, which medicines can be safely held for what period of time and which ones are a must. And during the uh, perioperative period, uh, you know, what things need special attention. And, you know, people who are prone to uh, high blood pressure, we really want to make sure through the procedure that their blood pressure is well controlled because they can develop complications like atrial fibrillation oh. and heart failure. Right. We're talking to Dr. Vincent Figueredo, and he is at St. Mary Medical Center. We're talking blood pressure, the heart, the whole thing, and we're coming right back. Dear neighbors, our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission, to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart. Phillies fans, start the baseball season early this year by planning a trip to spring training. And there's no better place to stay than the Marriott Suites Clearwater Beach on Sand Key Hotel. The Marriott offers all luxury suites overlooking beautiful Clearwater Bay. Just steps from the beach, relax in the salon, day spa, or tropical pool. Enjoy dinner at the award-winning Watercolor Grill House. Escape the winter weather and get your first look at the Phillies. Go to Clearwater Beach Marriott for reservations. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. And on the line, Dr. Vincent Figueredo, cardiologist. Oh, man. And we're talking blood pressure. And, Doctor, one of the things, too, you probably have had more than a few encounters because the dreaded S word, right? Stroke. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems like the. A cardiologist's mission is to everything to prevent stroke, and that's that's the one thing I've taken in the twenty some years that I've been dealing with medications and things like that to to ward off that or increase your percentages against having a stroke. Yeah, and especially blood pressure. I mean, blood pressure is one of the main causes high blood pressure of heart attacks and strokes. And so, yes, even though the stroke is the head, cardiologists are very concerned about that, and uh, their intention is to get that blood pressure down, uh, not only to protect the heart from heart attacks and heart failure, but from strokes. Um, And that's especially true in the uh, African-American population, um, where stroke rates are very high, and it's related directly to blood pressure. There is Uh, an increase in uh, high blood pressure in all groups, uh, uh, ethnic groups, but uh, especially in African Americans, it starts early and it starts high. So getting on that blood pressure does reduce those strokes. Yes, and uh, at the same time, too, the some of the uh, with an EKG re- reveal anything uh, during during that time? Do you do any of those kind of? Th- Actually, that's an interesting question, and and yes, it can. So people who have had high blood pressure for a while, um, think about the heart muscle. It is a muscle, and if if the blood pressure out in the body is very high, and the heart has to push against that high blood pressure to get the blood out 
to your fingertips and your toes, um, it's going to start getting thicker. The wall of the heart is going to grow, hypertrophy. Mm -hmm. And we can see that actually on the EKG. So someone may present to us brand new and uh, they'll swear they never had high blood pressure, but we're looking at an EKG where the heart wall has gotten very thick, and it turns out that the reason they never thought they had high blood pressure was it was never checked, but probably yeah. they'd had it for years. Right, and there's certainly more than a few indicators. I mean, uh, you fell out any form in any doctor's office, and that would include yours, about numb- numbness or tingling or things like those are kind of like the, some of the markers that show up there and uh, those are always on the, the checklist of, uh, of some kind of symptoms. And I, it seems like they're, they're, it could, you could have a laundry list full of that stuff. There could yeah. be a laundry list of, of symptoms for many things. Yeah. One of the problems with high blood pressure is it's called the silent killer. Right. right. And that's because if people have elevated blood pressures, 140s, 150s, 160s, they actually don't feel it. No. Um, in the meantime, it's causing damage to the uh, arteries in the heart, in the head, in the kidneys, in the legs. It's hammering at those arteries and causing damage. Now, when the blood pressure gets dangerously high, and if you were to get any of these symptoms, you need to immediately get to an emergency room for evaluation, is if you're starting to suddenly have headaches and you feel pounding in your chest, in your neck, in your ears, and you start to have visual changes, and you're becoming short of breath or having chest pain. All of that's uh, signs of what's called a hypertensive crisis, when the blood pressure has just gotten out of control and is dangerously high. That's an emergency. Get to an emergency room. But unfortunately, most of the time, you don't feel high blood pressure, and hence the silent killer. Yeah, I know there's some lightheadedness goes in there, too. But, uh, yeah. You can have lightheadedness with a blood pressure too high or too low. Oh, um, and that's why uh, patients who have a diagnosis of high blood pressure and are med- on medications for it especially, I, I strongly um, recommend that they purchase a blood pressure machine. They're inexpensive. Get it at the pharmacy. Take it home and check your blood pressure, you know, three, four times a week. Don't do it three times a day because you can drive yourself crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but, we do. Uh, we do get that. Yeah, I, I had, yeah. Uh, I had uh, uh, cardiomyopathy and and uh, was always worried. I get heartburn, and I thought I was I thought I was done for. You know, I said you got to yeah. So you keep checking you gotta it. Stop. But, um, <laughs> ideally, uh, what I like is people to to check it if they want to check it one day per uh, each day one time. Yeah. That's fine. Sometimes do it in the morning. Sometimes middle of the day. Sometimes in the evening. Make sure to log those blood pressures to bring to the physician because it can help dictate if they need further medical therapy or adjustment in the doses or times that they take medications. Um, but it's, yeah. Go ahead, sir. Go, uh, go, uh, finish what you're saying. I was, I was just going to make one, one more uh, important uh, statement. The blood pressure at home, your resting blood pressure, is really the most important pressure. When people come to the doctor's office, uh, you know, 25% or more can have what's called white coat hypertension, where they're anxious, they're nervous, and their blood pressure is higher than it really is at home. Um, And, you know, when you go to the doctor's office, they're often in a hurry. They run you down the hall, throw you on a chair, and check your pressure. And that's not really your resting pressure. Your resting pressure is when you're at home and you sit with your feet flat on the ground, Uh, at the kitchen table or dining room table, you put your arm on the table, you put the cuff on, and then you look at the clock and you wait three to five minutes quietly. Then you push that button. That is your true resting home blood pressure, and that's the one I want to know. 
Yeah, because um, several times I uh, said, boy, your blood, blood pressure is kind of high. I said, yeah, because I'm uh, going to get my hip replaced. I mean, I'm a little yeah. concerned. Yeah, I uh, would be too. <laughs> so, okay, uh, we'll, let you, we'll let you off on that one. Just uh, even maybe the week before probably would have been a better indicator of what's going on. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, uh, Dr. Figueredo, is about circulation. Um, circulation issues. Is there a way to test for that? I mean, that can be a silent killer as well, right? There could be an obstruction or some yep. blood mud in there or something that's yep. fouling up the routine there, right? So the the same risk factors, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, smoking, that affect your heart arteries can also affect the arteries in the rest of your body, including your legs. And poor circulation in the legs, what we call peripheral arterial disease, is as much a killer as uh, coronary artery disease. Because if you've got it in your legs, you probably have it in your heart, too. Yeah. Um, and high blood pressure affects circulation because it keeps damaging those arteries, um, and that allows that cholesterol to seep in under the uh, artery wall and start causing the uh, the buildup of the cholesterol plaque, the narrowing of the arteries. So uh, things to <clears throat> do to prevent that, um, always exercise, 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 but not smoking and making sure your blood pressure and cholesterol are within guidelines, under control. Right. Just do it. Yeah, you always mention about some of the things that go on. I, I, is catheterization still pretty much on the board for that? Uh, for, can that uh, it used if, to be years if ago. the symptoms are bad yeah. enough yeah. and and the non-invasive test suggests that there's significant narrowing or blockages of arteries. Mm-hmm. Just like in the heart, if they're in the leg, then it may result in uh, the need for catheterization and possibly what we call revascularization, which is uh, getting those arteries back open again. But you, you don't want to get to that point if you can help it. I know. Uh, I, uh, the catheterization process went from the femoral artery where you had to be on your back for 12 hours to they could probably do it through your wrist. Uh, now, so I mean, I yeah. mean the procedure yeah, must the be easier. Cath, yeah. Yes, heart cath. Uh, we're definitely doing more radial, which is at the arm, which is a, a better way to do it, and uh, you're uh, up and about much quicker and less complications. So we, yeah. we try when we can to do it from the arm. Is there more to glean information-wise, doctor, for for doing it this way now through the years? I mean, you've been there. You've been a cardiologist for a long time. I'm sure you've seen both. Do you do you feel more uh, accurate with the diagnoses now with the, the way it's done now before before the femoral? Uh, well, we have, in addition to catheterization, we have a, a lot more uh, testing available to us to, to assess um, heart function, uh, the arterial flow, you know, are there blockages of the arteries? We can do studies now with, with CAT scans. We can do studies with MRIs. Um, our ultrasound technology has improved, uh, so there's we have lots of ways of diagnosing uh, that you have coronary artery disease or peripheral arterial disease. What we'd like to do is prevent that from happening, so that if you get a test, it turns out it's negative, and that's good news. That is good news, and we'll continue on our conversation, Dr. Vincent Figueredo from St. Mary Healthline. We're talking about blood pressure, cardiology, and the whole thing. Coming right back. Pain is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the St. Mary orthopedic team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. 
Call 8447-ST Mary or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. Energy costs are skyrocketing. Now is the time to upgrade your old heater and air conditioning systems to more efficient units to save on your utility bills. Harris Comfort can also handle all your propane needs as well as providing sales and service on whole house generators. Harris Comfort is still family owned and has been serving our area for over 60 years providing sales, service, installation and peace of mind. Call 215-788-4596 or go to harriscomfort.com. Harris Comfort, still family and still local. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. On the line, boy, our heart's really in it today, that's for sure, in the St. Mary Healthline. Dr. Vincent Figueredo, cardiologist, has been there at uh, St. Mary's, part of the big team there. And, uh, Doctor, did uh, cardiology, did it come calling? There was a calling to get into that line of medicine and, and work as a doctor? Was there some kind of personal uh, thing you had going there to, to divert you to, to cardiology? Um, well, it's an interesting question. I, I will say that my mother uh, tells the story that when I was six years old, I told my pediatrician I was going to be a doctor. Ah. Um, once I got into medical school, I fell in love with the heart, and yep. it, it just seemed like a no-brainer, and that's the path I took, and uh, no regrets. I, I love being a cardiologist. Yep. I love working with my patients. I love trying to make a difference in their lives um, or helping them to make a difference in their lives, more importantly. Maybe your handwriting was bad. Maybe that's why they thought you'd be a doctor. <laughs> uh, my, actually, I, I still I still print, so my handwriting's respectable, but my signature is horrifying. All right. <laughs> Usually that goes with the territory. One of the things, too, I, I was going to mention is uh, where is where does blood work uh, end up on, on your chart somewhere? I know there's cholesterol, lipid profiles, and triglycerides and all the other stuff. Where, can, do you get blood? Do you uh, look at blood work, too, as, as um, part of your job? I always do, um, especially the cholesterol panel. But when we're talking high blood pressure, there are other things that matter. Uh, The kidney function is hugely important, um, as well as the potassium level, as well as the glucose level. I mean, because diabetes uh, definitely increases your chances of having high blood pressure. Uh, Kidney disease, whether the damage started from longstanding high blood pressure or resulted from something else, kidney disease causes very tough to control high blood pressure. And as I said before, low potassium levels, uh, low magnesium levels. So um, there is a number of blood tests that uh, a high blood pressure specialist will look at, uh, and it helps to make uh, decisions regarding lifestyle modification as well as which medications we're going to select to try and help a patient take charge and control their blood pressure. Sure thing. As a cardiologist, you maybe eat out and you you see stuff that's now heart healthy and that's uh, denoted there. Is that a has that been a, a uh, has that been worth the the trouble? What do you think about the stuff that uh, some well, of the restaurants and eateries are putting heart healthy things or whatever? Do you is it uh, and good and bully for them? That's yeah. great. Okay. Um, I mean, the reality is when we go out to dinner. Um, it, the, you know, when we're born in, in the United States, they stick a teaspoon of salt and a teaspoon of sugar in our mouth, and we're addicted to both for the rest of our lives. Uh, when you go to a restaurant, they know you like your salt on your food, so they tend to salt all the food. Um, looking at the heart-healthy choices, they're, being, they're telling you, look, we're going to give you low salt here and uh, low cholesterol. We're going to give you something healthy. So definitely go towards those heart-healthy options and find restaurants that have heart-healthy options. Yeah, I, I remember the uh, the bar was two thousand milligrams per day, which you can use up in 
you know, with a can of Progresso that's soup tough. is five hundred. Yeah, that was then. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, now it's you know twenty five hundred or so. But you're 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 mindful of uh, of stuff. Maybe because I had this for lunch, I better go the other way on for fish for dinner and all the other stuff. So yeah, yeah. I think the people that are best able to control the salt are the people that cook for themselves. Yeah. They've taken the salt shaker off the table. When they make their food, they avoid salt. They use other things: pepper, lemon yeah. juice, hot sauce, whatever to to back off on the salt intake, and it yeah. makes a difference. Yeah, you certainly, uh, hot dogs don't look nearly as appetizing when it could kill you. You know, that's, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> that's one I hate to, to tell you, yeah. you know, but uh, it, it, uh, it doesn't look nearly as appetizing, at least from experience. A lot of other, maybe your patients would probably tell you some of those stories and uh, yeah, well, uh, things I, like that, right? My, my mantra is uh, if you're healthy most days of the week, uh, on that one day, if you want to have that hot dog, go ahead. Yeah. But the rest of the time, be good. Yeah, so I don't tell people they can never have it. I tell them work for it, and, and then you'll appreciate it all the more. Yeah, that's the uh, get-out-of-jail card there, for at least for, yeah. for, for, for one day. I, usually, there, when patients come to see you, there's usually a, a visit from the cardiologist uh, by the cardiologist for once per year, at least now my primary does that. And there's EKGs and all this other stuff going on, and uh, even before surgeries or whatever. But what what is an EKG? What would an EKG tell tell you about where you are, heart healthy wise? Exactly, what would you be looking for besides of what the, I, I know? Blood pressure is a big deal, and that's what we're talking about. But what an EKG uh, or electrocardiogram show yeah. you? Uh, many, many things, okay. uh, but the, 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 the main ones are going to be, is there an evidence of a prior heart attack? Right. Are you in a normal sinus rhythm or are you in an abnormal rhythm like atrial fibrillation? Yeah. Are you having too many premature or skipped beats? We call them PVCs. Um, the, uh, we can look at the intervals on the PQRST. Uh, you know, those are the, the letters we use to signify the little different blips. Um, but if any of those are prolonged, there can be reasons for that. There can be drugs that are causing it. There could be abnormal levels of potassium, yeah. calcium, et cetera. So there's lots of things that we look at. What we're looking for is sinus rhythm um, with no significant uh, ectopy or arrhythmias and uh, lack of evidence of prior heart attack. Right. Okay. How about the, in the case of uh, those who have sleep issues, uh, sleep apnea or, or insomnia? Could that uh, yeah, ag- aggravate great. your situation? Actually, great, great question. Um, those people who uh, snore throughout the night, who have those episodes where their <laughs> significant other looks over and notices they stop breathing for a couple seconds, that's called sleep apnea. And that's become a major cause of uh, resistant high blood pressure. Uh, And treating it, um, which sometimes requires a a CPAP mask, but there's many other ways for treating it, Uh, weight loss helps too, Um, can significantly improve the blood pressure. But yes, sleep apnea, which is becoming epidemic uh, in the U.S. population, is a major contributor to high blood pressure, resistant high blood pressure, and by the way, atrial fibrillation. Man, it all gets down to that blood pressure, doesn't it? We're still, we yeah, seem to be running it really all, does. We're it running really all these does. different tangents, and it gets back to that blood pressure all the time. And mm-hmm. that's the that's the roadmap right there. I mean, uh, it also can detect. Uh, I don't know if uh, building up the immune system uh, can be a, a fish oils and things like that. I mean, omegas, and, and I'm, I'm sure every, every, we're, we've been trying to stack the deck here, at least in my 
25 years of trying to get an edge, and they were always mindful of certain keys that you could use and any, any kind of information, any kind of advantage you can get to increase your percentages. That's the way to go, no question about Bob, that. Believe it or not, it all comes down to be healthy. Yep. Live a healthy life. Exercise and eat healthy and do things in moderation. You will reduce your risk of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart attacks, and strokes. Couldn't say any better than that, uh, doctor. You've been, uh, I know, peppering a lot of questions there, but uh, some of it is, uh, at least if you've experienced that, it's a lot easier to do the interview when you've had some of the things that have happened to me, uh, you know, and you're talking about preaching the gospel there. And, uh, cardiologists all over the place seem to to be right on the same link there with the blood pressure and the stroke and they're pretty obsessed with this stuff about uh preventative and certain keys to look at and uh, certain guidelines that you can get uh, they're always worried about the weight management and the, all the salt intake and kidney function it all is it all is intertwined isn't it yes sir yep it is well i i thank you so much for taking the time to uh, get aboard with us and sharing the knowledge and uh, hopefully we get a chance to do it real soon and face-to-face in studio here at BCB, huh? Get a chance forward to it. Get a chance to get out of the office every once in a while. I, th- I, I thank you for the time and uh, continued success, and uh, it was great having you aboard again. Thank you. Thank have you. Have a great day. All right, so there you have it, Dr. Vincent Figueredo, cardiologist to St. Mary Healthline, and that's part of our talk today about that, blood pressure, and a lot more. St. Mary Healthline heard 9 o'clock Wednesdays here on WBCB.